I am that I am. Adamus of very sovereign domain. Hmm. Welcome to our gathering, dear Shambra. Welcome to the energy of this group, all of you, here in this canyon hall, those watching in from around the world. Yes, there you go. Greetings, welcome. Let's take a deep breath together as we start our day. I'm going to need a glass of water, and um, just a glass, no water, a glass, clear glass. Afraid I might break it? Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would be, my dear, and that's why you broke a glass last night. Hmm. Ah. <laughs> ah. Ah. So that I didn't have to do it today. Oh, I'm so glad I could assist While you. While I'm waiting for my glass, and I'll have coffee, uh, no sugar cream, please. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Susie. So, dear Shambra. You're going to regret it, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> today, today, uh, we're going to play a little game while we talk. Would you like to do that? As long as and there's the, no health safety issues. The, the game is. The game is quite simple. You see, you think that you've come here to be filled with something. You think that you're low of something. Is that about half? You think that you're low of something, so you think you've come here to this gathering to get filled up. Ah, that is an illusion. That's a grand illusion, and this is how most people go through life, constantly trying to get that glass filled up, constantly trying to get a little abundance, a little love, a little nookie, whatever it happens to be. <laughs> constantly trying to fill that glass, and then it gets lower and lower, and you have to go back and get it filled somewhere else. That is not the way things really work. Hmm. If you'd hold that for me, please. The game we're going to play today is, is this. Curly hair. Spiral. This is, this is what it's all about, the spiral. It's not about filling the glass, constantly having to replenish it. It is about the expansion, the expansion, the constant spiral. So what we're going to do today, we'll play a little game if you want to. We're going to, we're going to evolve today. We're going to spiral our energies today. We're going to blossom today. We're not just going to fill a glass, we're going to blossom. So while I talk, while I give my dissertation, good or not good, doesn't really matter. As a matter of fact, I could say nothing at all. I'm just seeing if there was any applause on that. No, <laughs> good. I could say that nothing. Was that was funny. <laughs> The game we're going <laughs> Humans, uh, at least you can laugh. So the game is, today I'm, I'm going to talk. Uh, I have several things. I have a lot of things. We could go very, very late if we want, or well, we just go normal time. We'll have a GE, 
Guidance Energy, join us later and we'll have a, a, a round of answer that question and uh -oh. see where that gets you or us. Uh, dare they ask. Do I need dare to get the awards ask. ready? So as we distract, as we talk, as there's this um, entertainment going on, I hope you are entertained. Hmm? Yeah, so. I'm thoroughly entertained, Sartre. <laughs> As we go through the spiral, we're going to take little pauses. You might not even notice them, but a little energy pause. Tobias called it a point of separation. It means when you kind of shift, you, you go to that next cycle. So as I go through the topics today and as we go through each question, we'll be taking just that short little pause, almost undetectable, so we can keep that spiral going. And we're going to take these throughout the day. And when we're done taking these, you're going to walk out a little bit different. You're going to think that you learned something. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Oh, I may tickle your memory, but you're really not going to learn anything. But you're going to hopefully experience something. You see, you see the spiral here. Have you ever seen a, a very large building and it looks like it's rounded, either totally round or fully rounded? It's really not. That building is made up of a series of flat stones or glass panes, and it gives the illusion that the building is round, but it's really not. The illusion of the spiral is much the same. You go through life thinking that you're here right now and that you're taking this path and at the end of the afternoon you're going to be over here. Not at all. You're actually in this beautiful spiral, an expansion, an evolution of yourself. You're not filling any glass – I thought you were going to hold this. I thought, you're not going to fill any glass, because that's the old pattern. Fill it up a little bit, it gets depleted. We're going to – oh, it's just water. You knew I was going to do that. You thought I was going to do it right on your lap. Ah. Uh, He's done that. So, absolutely. Mm. This is some power drink. That would be very sticky, so we won't do that. So that, that's the game. We're going to talk for the next hour and a half or so. And just stop thinking. Let go. Allow it to happen. Deep breath, spiral number one. Point of separation number one just happened. Next. Hmm. Don't think so much. Next. It was an intense few weeks, and it's not done. Well, I would say that we're about 40 percent through, Pete. It was very, very Intense, you know I was going to do this. Yes. Absom. Anything good in the paper? Were you uh, assimilating that, absorbing that, as you were the very interesting way of reading the newspaper? Put it in your hat. Uh, uh, next time, a little larger on the hat, or, or I'll get a channeler with a smaller head. Or clap. One more. Okay, good. Thank you. 
See, difference, a distraction. What the hell? An illusion. If I died and went to heaven and saw you, I would turn and run the other way. Of course, look, here's Caldera、uh, wearing this silly hat. Come here, Sark. Come on. Just take front and center. Go for it. You deserve、Beautiful. it. Thank you. Thank you. One scary angel. Distraction number two. Take a deep breath. You see, my point today is it's just that easy. It's just that easy. It doesn't take all the thinking, no processing. We'll talk about that in a moment, but the end of processing. So, this last month, very intense, and we're about 40% of the way through. How are you handle? Oh, I shouldn't ask. How are、um, how are you handling it? Great. Great. I knew that. I can see the twinkle in your eye. Dear Chambra, I want you to take a snapshot of yourself. Of yourself, yeah.、Uh, in this moment, because never have the energies on Earth been so intense. Never has there been such a transitioning of energies leaving. New ones preparing to come in. Never has there been so much stress on the system. I'm actually surprised. If I was a betting angel, I would have bet that things would have snapped by now. The rubber band of human consciousness has been pulled so tight, so tight. Especially these last few weeks, and, and it's going to be pulled more, pulled more. Now there are some who are there are some who are helping to relieve it. Actually, actually,、um, they're in the news.、Um, they're you, I don't want to say they're doing sacrifice、uh, sinning for you, but in a way they are <laughs> sacrifice. Like Edwards and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> so so you read their life suddenly uh, uh, goes to hell. You read about it and then you go. I'm so glad that wasn't me, <laughs> but it was you, in a way. But they're part of the th- what's coming up in in the news. Actually, is is not the big heavy drama. Of course,、um, there are there are traumatic things. The market is down lower than it's been all year. How low can it go? We may、Shame、find out. We may、all. find out. You have. The basically, the economic collapse of、uh, Greece,、uh, soon to be followed by a few other countries. They're not calling it that. They're just saying that their、uh, uh, their balance sheet is off a little bit. Well, we know what when your balance sheet is off, we that that is collapse. So they're being, and I'm talking emotionally here, not even financially. So、uh, thank you. I have many bar stools today. This is good. I don't use them, but I have them, and、uh, just in case. So you have you have things happening in the news. The particularly in a time like this, the sexual energy、uh, collapse. Uh, uh, the Congress, Congress. No, no. <laughs> you know. The last time I did that, I found myself incarnated back onto Earth, <laughs> right, right up the birth canal. Said, Damn, I'm not going to fall for that old trick again. 
So you have, you have a situation with uh, uh, Congressman, and please don't laugh, Wiener. <laughs> really? You have Arnold, you have, you have uh, all these different things going on, the economic situations and everything else going on. I'm surprised that hasn't snapped. And you know what? I, I know you all worry about that. I, I know there's this, oh, there's this old embedded uh, fear. A very, actually, very deep-seated fear, a terrorizing fear. What if it all falls apart? And I would like for you to stop for a moment and stop trying to shoulder all this. It's the old Atlantean thing, uh -huh. Atlantis. Uh, <laughs> but you're still carrying it with you. You're still worried about what if it all falls apart? What if it does? What if it does? Ah, you see, it's not going to fall apart like Atlantis at all. There's too much, um, you could say, I'm going to call it here, light energy that's ready to come in or that's just hanging around. Consciousness of humanity is actually quite, it's in an interesting balance. You're not going to have the destruction of society in a physical way, but you're going to have the evolution of society in a very conscious way. Consciousness, dear Patricia, as you know, consciousness is going to be the big word. Talk about mega-trends. Consciousness. People are going to start getting more conscious, and, and some aren't. And they may not continue on this journey, on this planet, at this time, and that's okay. They may um, go off kind of on their own somewhere, but consciousness is the new rising sun here. Conscious Eating, I've heard you talk about, Linda of Isa. Uh, conscious living. Uh, do you realize how many people live unconsciously? Mostly everybody. Mostly everybody. Conscious abundance. Oh, it's a whole separate topic. Conscious relationships. Uh, you realize that the, there's this tremendous overlay of hypnosis, which I've talked about, and India. Shambhur, you still tend to get caught in it. You still tend to get put down by it. But you're learning. You're learning. It's, you're, you're waking up. You're learning, right? Tell me you're learning. No, I mean like you mean it, like you're learning. You're sitting. Your arms are crossed. You can barely get the words out of your mouth. Are you learning? About what? About no idea. <laughs> Let me give you a hint. Consciousness. Consciousness. So let's stop, take a moment. We just whew, pass through another cycle here. Great. Well, it takes so much to distract you. Con living consciously. Are you living consciously? Do you? Yes? Really? Maybe. Maybe? You see, there's this haze, and, and I'm not picking on you, but you wanted me to. You wanted me to. Uh, there's, there's a haze, and it's easy to get into. So, uh, don't blame yourself. Let me do that. <laughs> that funny, my funny slide. My f it's very easy to get caught in that, uh, because A, <laughs> it's easy to get caught in that because you, my dear friend, you still take on things for others. You don't think you do, but you do, constantly. And that's going to put you in the haze. You 
you, oh, I'm just going to say it. Could I? You don't love yourself. Uh, yeah. Do you love not loving yourself? No. Why do you do it? Habit. Absolutely a habit. Perhaps a comfortable habit. What would happen? What would happen if you loved yourself? If you walked out of here today absolutely loving yourself, not thinking about it, but really loving yourself, what what are the ramifications? Happiness? No, your life is gonna to go to hell for a short period of time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, because everything that you've set up in your life, the whole premise of your life is, I don't love myself, therefore I'm going to stay unconscious and I'm going to let people keep feeding. I'm going, to let, I'm going to take care of everybody else but not take care of myself, even though you're in the role to actually be a standard. And you're waiting for a swift kick in the… Keister. Yes, and here it is. And, and, and you realize that you are speaking for everyone. For everyone. So if you walked out of here and you really, truly loved yourself, absolutely, the life as you know it would blow apart. Uh, would blow apart. That is not bad. And, and I make the relationship here to what I'm discussing of this subject of the earth being a uh, humanity being stretched as tight as a rubber band. But it, everything would would change. Everything would evolve. And it would mean a clearing of old energies, stuck energies, and, and we've talked, you have them, uh, but, but you still want to hang on to them, because there is a, an inherent fear, what if I let go? And it's the old deep, dark abyss fear. What if I let go? I'm going to fall into it. Then what little fragments that you have of what you would call joy of life, you may lose those also. Uh, but Dear Shambra, dear Larry, dear friends, I can tell you that it's a different time now. It's time to let go of that. It's time to stop thinking about it, to actually do it, to actually love yourself. Hardest thing you'll ever do. Hardest thing you'll ever do. Love yourself. So take a deep breath. Ah, we just went through about three levels right there. I know you just can't wait till I get back up in front of the room and just get, get going. You're like, get, leave me alone, go back up there somewhere, but I'm not going to because I'm having so much fun. Oh, uh, and you are too. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Deep breath. Whew. See, we don't have to think about this stuff anymore. Mm -mm. It's just letting yourself go through that spiral. And you, in particular, not thinking, not figuring it out, just going through that spiral. It is so easy. I'll explain it. Okay, thank you. Thank A you. big hand for Larry. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I just wouldn't be Adamus if I didn't do things like that. The question is, when is it your turn? <laughs> so, dear Shambra. Another spiral. It is that easy. I'm playing with you today, or playing with you today, I should say. It is that easy. I want to call for an end of all this struggling and all this mental stress and all the macchio. It doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way, ever. I had 
the time of my, well, life is not a good word for it, the time of my sovereignty, one week ago in Warsaw. I loved Poland and still love it. I spent a lot of time there, and in my last few years of solitude on this planet in physical body, I spent a lot of time in northern Germany and northern Poland. Why? Because of the land, of nature, of the energies there. I could commune with myself through nature. I'd also spend a lot of time there because I was distressed at what was taking place in these other realms, the interference. Angels can interfere. Don't be fooled that all angels are good. You think – stand up, please. <laughs> That's a good angel. Yeah. The angels – you were an angel. And you got stuck. Some of the angels do get stuck, did get stuck. Uh, as, I, as I told um, in our discussion last weekend, there was this, this beautiful rock, now called Earth, that was set up as, as a place of evolvement. Evolvement comes much more gracefully and filled with much more experience when you can get into physical matter on a planet like this. So when the whole planet was seeded, there were angels, groups called seeders, and they came here without physical body, but they, they seeded it with light that would bring life. Then there was a group of watchers who came, and their job was to maintain energetic connections between the order of the ark and earth. The watchers had a tremendous responsibility. Observe, monitor, help move energies, but do not touch the ladies or the men. <laughs> do not touch. Well, the watchers, some of them, just couldn't resist. Why? Because angels are sensual beings. Sensual doesn't mean just sexy. It means sensual. Feeling color, feeling music, feeling me. Right. Uh, angels love sensuality. That's a whole other channel about sensuality. And you, you've repressed your sensuality because you've been told it's sexuality. It's not sensuality. Is smelling your energy. Oh, yeah. Oh, so uh, let's take another little jump here. Ah, oh, evolving. Yes, that's all. A, this is all a distraction, but a beautiful one. What would you be doing otherwise? Watching television. So, so the watchers couldn't help themselves. Well, so they say, and they started to interfere. Started to play in the dreams of humans who are now on Earth, and from the dreams were able to. Do some interesting things. Eventually created offspring called the Nephilim. And those Nephilim are said to um, have been the curse of Earth. I, I don't think that's quite an accurate statement, but they certainly did cause a disruption. So we talked about that in, in great detail, all this interference. And we, so what I'm saying here is, is just because a being calls themselves an angel doesn't mean that they know any better than you. 
We talked about the aliens. I, why is it? Somebody tell me, why is it that you'll tell me? Why is it um, yes, that humans give their power to ev- anything and everything else? Why is it? I have no idea. <sighs> I was afraid you would say that. Yes, you do. Why, why would a person give their power to something else? Maybe it's easier. Including God. Including God. And aliens. Oh, then they don't have to take responsibility themselves. Ah, you did know, my dear. You don't have to take responsibility. You can continue to be unconscious. You can continue to be a, well, three. You're popular. I want to. I want to be a Facebook friend of yours. <laughs> so. So the, yes, so they, can, they don't have to take responsibility. They can stay in the unconscious zones. They don't have to Larry, love themselves. They can be asleep at the wheel, the big wheel of life right there. But when that happens, they miss you miss so much. You miss so much. Breath, let's go through another little spin. Whew, see how easy that is. Much easier in thinking about it. I had an interesting question posed to me in Norway, perhaps one of the most interesting, one of the most um, profound, and one of the most irritating questions presented in Norway. My question was something like this Adamus, and this person was serious, by the way, Adamus. What is the secret? What are you holding back? I know you are holding back something. What is it? What is it? Now, that was an interesting question, because this person absolutely believed it. Hmm. Want some? Hmm. This person absolutely believed it, that there's something that I'm holding back, and if it's not me, it's some other being at some book, at some ascended master, like we're keeping a secret, like we're holding back on purpose, like it's a big carrot. Like, uh, there, and there's some that would even say, so that you go to more and more workshops and classes and get addicted to going to those. I'll tell you right now, you don't have to go to a workshop or a class. You don't need to. There's nothing that you need to learn. There are no secrets. There are no, there, that's the secret. There are no secrets. There is nothing that we, me, any of the beings I work with, Tobias or any of the others, are holding back. But it was an interesting question from the standpoint that it contains so much mental energy. This was a person, perhaps a little bit similar to you, that's still trying to figure it out. That's still trying to figure it out. Like there is this big puzzle, and we've hidden the pieces all over hell and damnation and the rest of the universe for you to try to go and figure out. Like we don't have anything better to do than hide <laughs> puzzle pieces. No, dear Shambra. It's funny. Funny? Funny slide? Yeah, good. 
Uh, so, <laughs> so it was an interesting question, but a valid one, because it's like my glass of water. It's like always having to get filled up every day, every week, every month with something, needing that fill up. Have you ever realized that in all the lifetimes that you've had on Earth, with all the fill-ups that you've had, that that glass must have a hole in the bottom or the whole illusion is faulty? And I, I would contend that the whole illusion is absolutely faulty. Because it's not about getting refilled. It's not about some secret. It's not about trying to fill up and learn and then finally brimming over in some uh, machio bliss. It's about experiencing. That's all. It's about experiencing. This person who asked the question obviously was not in experience in their life. They were obviously trying to figure this out. They've read a lot, I'm sure. Bore you to tears if you had to spend a weekend with them. <laughs> oh, this is a tough group. A tough group. I'm, I, could I have one of those uh, electronic devices so I can uh, cue my own laughter? Uh, <laughs> so this person was obviously not inexperienced. They were in their mind. They were obviously filling glasses of water rather than evolving their experience. They were obviously in a, in a type of energy where they didn't love themselves – right here. <laughs> now I know where it is. If you see me heading back here, you know I'm going to be doing a funny. But an interesting question, like there's a secret, like there's something being withheld. I guess the secret would be A, there's no secret, B, there's nothing to figure out. And the sooner that you get over that, the better. There is not a damn thing to figure out. Uh, this figuring out thing that, that humans do, it's, it's obsessive. It's disgusting. It is energy depleting. It's very uh, archaic. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a grand charade. There is nothing to figure out. There is everything to experience. How often do you hold back from giving yourself an experience, an experience to do something that might put pressure on you, that might get you out of your comfort zone, an experience to start a business, to do something crazy, to go on a trip? Some of you in this room have trips that you would love to go on, but you give yourself a thousand excuses for not doing it. You don't have the money. You don't have the time. Uh, you're afraid of going uh, to some. Every time I look at you, <laughs> yeah, you are expanding. Yes, <laughs> interesting. Um, would you come up with uh, here for a moment? Uh, you're a perfect example of God knows what, but a perfect example of something. Somebody might be able to tell me. A perfect example of what I'm talking about here. You are obviously an adorable, attractive, beautiful, intelligent, and very conscious being. And I mean every word that I said. You agree. That's good. So you went out of comfort zone and, and dressed up, are having fun. 
You're having an experience. You're putting smiles on many others' faces, but you're letting yourself have an experience. And I commend you. Oh, I have to be careful. I, 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 I commend you. I commend you <laughs> for being outrageous and, and for being able to understand the act of life. The, 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 the fact that life is an act, your identity is an act, and the moment you start playing around with it, it's fun. You'll go back home smiling because you got out of here. And, and your here is very good. You're, you're very mentally astute, but you, you've balanced it quite well. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> like she's going to beat the crap out of Caldron. <laughs> She's willing to play and have fun and experience. And see, right now her spiral meter is moving. She's not filling glasses of water that are just going to leak out some <laughs> so she's um, spiraling. Could I sit over here? <laughs> no, I think better yet. Um, so she's expi expanding and spiraling. She's having a good time, and we just have to know when to keep our distance here. So, is it safe to come back in? I, I don't hear that very. Oh, okay, then all right. So, Shambra, ah, take a deep breath. We just went through a few more of these little things. Few more little spirals. So, there's no secrets. It's about experiencing life, and experience doesn't have to be judged as what would you say, good or bad. Ultimately, it's all amazing. It's all beautiful, and it's all expansion. You don't have to worry: is it going to hurt or not? You know, first of all, hurt, pain, it really comes from the mind. The, the the physical body without the mind telling that it's in pain. Sorry. It's in pain. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the body doesn't know pain without the mind. There are no emotions without the mind. The mind is, your, is the center of your emotions. Feelings, true feelings, are not painful. They're, they're fulfilling. They're Intriguing, they're very sensual, but they're, not, they're never painful. A real feeling, the awareness and consciousness, cannot be painful. So, Larry, when I say to all the Larrys in you, consciousness is not painful. You're standing at that cliff, you're standing at the edge of the abyss, or what you think is the abyss, it's not at all. It's another one of those illusions. And you're saying, but how much pain is going to come if I step, take that step, if I stop trying to figure it out, and if I stop giving myself reasons for not doing things that I would love to do? There's no pain in it. Consciousness has no pain. Isn't that an amazing concept? The mind, the brain created pain. Brain created emotions. Brain created painful emotions. But those aren't real feelings. That's not real consciousness. So let's take a deep breath. There are no secrets, nothing held. That's the mind clicking in. And it's beautiful, but 
kind of insidious way. That's the mind clicking in, saying, saying that there, it must be something to figure out. The mind is programmed. It's a little robot. It's programmed to always figure out, and, and you're letting it. Over the last few weeks in particular, when things have been getting stressful, and a lot of you are getting much better now, not absorbing it as your own. You realize it's coming from elsewhere. But you still have the tendency for the mind to, <laughs> for the mind to click in, to figure it out, to quantify what's happening. It's the way you've been operating for a long time. Imagine for a moment there is no uh, mind trying to quantify, or at least if it does, it's like that damn fan that's going up in the front there. You just ignore it. It's there, but you just ignore it <coughs> to keep Linda Avisa happy and cool. So the mind has been doing that a lot, but particularly the last few weeks, clicking in little messages. What's going on? Uh, is there danger? Uh, what do I need to do? How can I put all the pieces together? How can I figure out what's going on? And you can't. You, you cannot. Can you be comfortable with that? Can you do that? It's not easy, particularly with a lot of programming, the mind shooting little messages, always having to analyze, box, package, and, and store somewhere. Can you do this? Just Take those pauses, take a deep breath, and just allow yourself to evolve. Can you have an experience without trying to figure it out? Can you – and I'll put it to you in very human terms – can you have a minor car accident and not try to figure it out? Ha, ha, ha. Thanks. Yeah. Minor, I said. Minor. See, what happens is – you're driving along and somebody smacks you. Not real hard, but they smack you. Suddenly you go into, what is spirit trying to tell me? That's the brain. That's not your spirit. That's not, that's not here. Suddenly you have a part of your body that starts giving out, hurting. And you're like, what am I doing wrong? Nothing. You're just having an experience. Uh, laughter, please. <laughs> You, you miss an appointment, and you try to figure out what's going on. What did Adama say eight months ago in you know, page number 14? doesn't matter. You're having an experience. That's what it's all about. It's amazing. It's beautiful. And the minute you get your brain out of that experience, the minute you stop letting your brain control the experience, I mean, it's going to be amazing. You, don't, you won't care how many cars bump into you. You, you, you won't care about the aches and pains in your body. And when you stop focusing on them, you know what happens. It, there's no need for it. You, you ascend to a new level of experience. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. So you could say that you've, you've got this pattern going here right now of rather um, painful experiences, repetitive experiences, uh, not very fulfilling experiences. How fulfilling is it right now really to have the aches and the pains? How fulfilling is it to be broke? 
their experiences. But once you let go of stuff, trying to figure it out, once you stop that mental activity, once you just spiral without definition, without definition, now you're just into pure experience. It's a little unsettling at first if you've had a thousand and four hundred and some odd lifetimes on Earth trying to figure everything out, being mental. You're not used to it. There is a fear about it. But, dear Shambra, in the coming weeks, especially as things get a little bit more stretched and a little bit more challenging, let go of trying to figure it out. Let go of all the cute little phrases and cute little words. Let go of the old habits and tendencies. Just take a deep breath, and if you do anything, visualize yourself in that expanding spiral. This is you. This is your life. <laughs> this is your experience of life on Earth. It makes it so much easier. I said a long time ago, I said when, when Tobias left, I said, no more processing. You're still doing it, but a lot less. Because processing is mental. Processing assumes that there's something wrong that has to be fixed. What if there's not? What if you're just into old patterns of old experiences that you're really bored with now, but there's really nothing to fix? Processing. Processing. You know, there's mental anguish, this angst that goes on. This, you know, it's, it, it's, the, it's filling the glass for a short period of time. It's putting a little juice in there, a little water or whatever, and makes those who go for processing feel a little bit better. Haven't they figured out it's leaking somewhere? It's, it's, it doesn't stay in there. And then they pay a lot of money, a lot of money, for something that really ultimately isn't serving them very well. Processing is a mental function. Processing is a form of experience, but again, very limited, suffocating actually, suffocating. Because you keep going back to the old crap, your old stuff. You keep going back and trying to, God knows what, blame it on somebody, figure it out, put it in a perspective, and you can't. It was just an experience. Furthermore, as I've talked about many times in this very room, many times in this very room, the past is not really what your mind remembers it as. So that's, I won't go into that again. Let's take a deep breath. Let yourself experience life. Take a look at what you're experiencing right now. Are you enjoying it? If not, if not, don't try to figure it out. Don't read another self-help book about what you have to do next. Take a deep breath and feel into the I Am. Or feel into nothing, because nothing is not nothing. Nothing is everything. That abyss, that abyss is everything and it's nothing. It's all it's, – it's there, but it's not there. Well, let's not get too philosophical here. So, dear Shambra, uh, let's do another spin here. Good. You have been pushing through life, pushing through life, and you know it. It, it shows up in your body. It shows up in your sleep. Life is like this big push. And every day, waking up and seeing if you can push a little bit more, a little bit more, 
some days you lose ground, it's pushing against you. But what is it you're pushing anyway? Macchio, obviously. Macchio. You're pushing a big ball of macchio. You know how a snowball rolls downhill and gets bigger? Well, you're doing it in reverse. You're pushing a pile of crap uphill, and it's just getting crappier. It's getting crappier. It's called what I call push life. Life of pushing. Life of climbing ladders, stairways, trying to ascend through efforting. And it doesn't work. It's an experience, but I know you're tired of it now. It does not work. Life should not be a push at all. Not at all. Some of you have this weird thing. You think, well, I've got to do a little suffering, otherwise I haven't earned it. No pain, no gain. Can you say macchio? Absolutely. No pain, no gain. Who invented that? People who make exercise equipment, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Brilliant marketing, but it applies to life as well. I told you you have to work hard to get certain things. You have to study, you have to suffer, you go through all that. Absolute nonsense. That's the old trying to fill that glass of water trick. Doesn't work. Life should be brilliantly graceful and easy. And let's we, we did something in Warsaw last week. We, we just said, no more, no more. And we sang. We sang, uh, hit the road, Jack. We sang it to the angels. Both, both sides of the angels, all sides, not just to the dark angels, all the angels. No more. The humans there in Warsaw, they don't need the angels anymore. The role of the watchers and the cedars and the breeders and all the rest of them is done. Is done. There should be tremendous applause coming from. Thank you. Where's coming? Applause. Not laughter. Applause. <laughs> they were here for a reason a long time ago, before a thing called true consciousness was in place. They were here to make sure that you didn't get absolutely lost on this planet, and you didn't. You didn't. You're here now. You don't need the cherubims and the, uh, all the rest of these angel groups. And you know what? They're pretty much done anyway. You know why? They're tired of being angels. They want to be humans. Absolutely. They want to come in now. They've done their role in maintaining some kind of energy balance, making sure that uh, you maintain these connections with the other realms, with the other parts of yourself. But it's all old crap now. Angels are old. Caldra <laughs> <laughs> is like chickening out on that. No. Hey, what, the, what are the angel people going to come after you and kill you, Caldra? <laughs> They're angel people. They can't, <laughs> unless they're dark angels. <laughs> that was kind of funny. So, Shambra, the days of the angels are done because, well, they're incarnated right now. They're in physical body. They're going through an experience in life, and, and they're really right there. You're right there. You just don't quite, you don't quite realize it yet. You don't quite realize it, but you're really there. You live in amazing times. Back to my point. Back to my point. Humans are dull. Humans are dull. They, they truly are. They're dull. 
Have you ever had to spend a lot of time with one? I said, oh my God. You know, what they, they, you know what they do? They process. They process and they talk macchio. It's like, what? Shut up and be God also. God doesn't talk. <laughs> but they, they really are dull. I, I want to say that we went, uh, we did a little, uh, we had to go to do the polishing in Poland, uh, the Polish polish, I call it, uh, last week. That was, that was pretty funny, wasn't it? And because there was a lack of light there. Now, I'm not talking light versus dark. I'm not talking light as in your bulbs. We're even coming from the sun. I'm talking about one of the core things, not even energy. It's light is, true light is not energy, of in all creation. Dear Shambo, working with Kihak in this next year, we're going to learn what light is, how to bring it in, how to use it, and how not to be afraid of it. How not to be afraid of it. We're going to light up the lives. Humans, they really are dull. In other words, they're encased in, in this, the physical. They're encased in here, uh, like it's a, some secret vault. They're dull. They, they are unconscious. Most humans are really, 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 really unconscious. Uh, don't believe me. Be conscious. Go to the store. Go to the airport and just watch. And, and this is not a judgment. Calder is getting upset. It says, I'm judging humans. Well, yeah, that's why I'm here. <laughs> to get things moving so we could let's, spir let's spiral again. Without thought, without effort. Ah, 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 ah. ah. Is it good for you? I don't need to be fabulous. How is your experience? Fabulous. Really? Camera close up on that face. <laughs> she has to go home with him, so I can understand. <laughs> so, so dear Shambra, they're dull. They're unconscious. They're not aware. They're hypnotized. Absolutely, they're hypnotized. And you know it. I know it. We all know it. So let's not try to sweep it under the carpet anymore. They are habitual. They are obsessive. They are really low in energy. We went to Poland, to Warsaw, to put a little light, polish off the dust, get that inner light radiating a little bit. You know, they'll screw with you if your light's not shining. You realize that? They will mess with you. They will take advantage of you. They will, they will feed off of you if your light's not bright. Who's they? Anyone. Your partner. Your partner. Your children. The aliens. The aliens are not really very bright. They're, they're not. And, and as uh, Calder told you before, they don't, have, they don't have the heart. You know, I've never met a good alien that could laugh. <laughs> Humans can laugh. You can cry. You can laugh. I've never heard a joke from an alien. An alien or a yeah. joke. <laughs> but, 
But here, it's the other way around. It's the human manipulating the alien. Oh. That was really funny. <laughs> they don't laugh. They don't cry. Imagine that. There, there's nothing. They have a soul, yes, but it hasn't been into experience like yours. It hasn't felt like yours. Everything that you've ever done, uh, what you would judge as good or bad, has just been part of the experience, and it's given you a heart. It's given you compassion, given you love. There's not a word for love in some of these alien languages. They don't use words. They use beeps. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Figures. No substance. <laughs> Let's do another spiral here. <laughs> Good time for it. Ah, see, it's that easy. So humans basically dull, meaning that it's time to light the light in you. You really can't do it for others, but when they see it in you, ah, imagine how inspiring that's going to be. When they feel it in you, they're going to realize that they really are dull, that they're really not being effective in energy usage. I'd like to talk about it sometime in detail, but the way energy is brought in and used and consumed is really difficult, challenging, hard to be in physical reality, hard to be in a human form with the very old, slow way of using energy. It tires you out, wears you out, doesn't need to be. Energy is very clean, very pure, doesn't take a toll on you. We talk sometimes about bringing in large amounts of energy. You could bring in boatloads of energy, universes full of energy, and it wouldn't affect you. It shouldn't affect you because it's, it's pure. But humans have got unradiant, uh, uninspired, uh, dull and encased. And so therefore, the process by which light and energy come into this reality is slowed down, is put through a lot of rigmarole to finally end up in your now moment. And it doesn't need to be that way. I, I don't want it that way. I don't think you do. And that's where we're going, into energy utilization, brilliant energy utilization. When you breathe, you tend to radiate. It's taken years of the breathing, of getting you into it. Some of you have really resisted it. But when you breathe, you start to radiate, you start to light up. And that's the reason most of you stop breathing. Because initially, yes, it's intense. Initially, it hurts. Initially, it brings up your crap, your macchio. Put some macchio right in your face. So you say, oh, this breathing stuff is so stupid. I'm going to go find a lot of books and workshops and complex things and pretend that I, you know, there's puzzle parts that I have to put together. I'm not going to do this stupid breathing. That's so easy. How could it be effective? I'm going to go out and suffer. I'm going to pay big bucks for enlightenment. I'm going to find a guru. Hell, I'm going to find an alien guru <laughs> and pay big bucks to learn. So people stop. Stop breathing, because it hurts to light up. You're learning. 
you're, you're doing, I should say, you're experiencing. You take that deep breath. You take that deep breath and realize it doesn't have to be difficult. It really doesn't. And you don't have to process your way out of wherever you were, wherever you are. You don't have to process your way out. Amazing. Brilliant. Brilliant. Let's take a deep breath and let's do another spin. And that's how easy it should be, really. You could be riding your bicycle. You could be reading a book, not a self-help book. You could be (laughs) having (laughs) – you could be doing just about anything. Ah, sleeping. What a great time to spiral, to, to expand, to evolve to assimilate all these experiences into your core. What a great time! But no, during your sleep, you use it for kind of the same purpose you use your everyday life. Try to figure things out. There's a lot of wasted dream time. You're not going to find it in your dreams. You really won't, ever. I'm talking about your nighttime dreams. You're not going to find the answer in there. And, and I, I see some of you, you go out at night, you sneak out. You really do. You slip out because you you hopefully think that I'm not watching. (laughs) You sneak out to go somewhere, to some altered dimension, to learn something and hopefully bring it back here. You're not going to. A lot of the other time in your sleep state, in your dream state, you try to work through the problems in this life. It's a big waste of dream time. That's why you wake up tired. That's why you wake up tired, because there's nothing to figure out. There's nothing to figure out. So it's just an experience. It's just an experience, an amazing one. It's a miracle, but it's just an experience. So don't go out there at night and try to figure it out. Let's take a deep breath. It's been said, and most believe, or would like to believe, or think they would like to believe, or are studying their way to trying to believe. But it's been said that everything you need is contained within. Everything is already there. That's a lie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's a, I won't drink that water, but no, it's a lie. It sounded good at the time. It sounded great when Yeshua said it. And he actually meant it. But he was talking to you 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago it might have applied. Not now. They say that it's already, everything is already there. It sounds good. You'd like to believe it. And so you, you run around trying to find out, okay, where is it? If I already have it, where is it? Is it hidden? Is it is secret? Is Adama's keeping me from it? It's already within. But you don't have it. That's the good news. That's the good news. Now, I have to qualify this by saying uh, I've not talked about this before, and there are very, very few who are going to understand what I'm saying. Very few. It would cause some to run, it would cause some to do bad things uh, <laughs> to Caldera. But now, you understand now and are ready to understand the concept. There's nothing within, absolutely nothing. That's the way it should be. 
consciousness isn't energy, isn't things, isn't abundance, is nothing. I mean, it's everything. Consciousness is everything, but it has nothing. It doesn't need to own anything, including memories. It doesn't need to possess anything, including you. Consciousness doesn't uh, have its addictions, doesn't have desires, doesn't have purpose or what you would call passion. Consciousness has no goals. It is that it is. I hate to even use words to define it, because then, it, then you get mental and you've got to start trying to figure it out. Consciousness is. Your consciousness is. It, it, you could say in human terms that it always has been and it always will be, but that sounds kind of old. It just is. It loves the experience, and it doesn't hold on to or own the experience, not in the way that you think. In other words, it doesn't keep a chronological history of everything that it's ever done. It doesn't need to. You could say that consciousness uh, extracts the wisdom of the experience, like you would take an orange and put it through a juicer and take that sweet, beautiful part. Consciousness extracts the wisdom. It doesn't need the wisdom, doesn't have to have it, and there's no comparison from one entity to the other. I have more wisdom than you have. Wisdom, wisdom is nothing and it's everything. I am sorry, but human words uh, are, are sometimes um, not uh, so, so accurate. So, David, your consciousness, it, it doesn't have all within. It's not all within. As a matter of fact, the pure consciousness doesn't need anything, but yet it has a way of calling out to energies, calling out to light, calling out to these things that are there to help it play, to help it experience. And then it brings these energies not in, but kind of close by. And these energies, in response to the beauty of your consciousness, will align themselves. Will align themselves. Consciousness doesn't need to align anything. Mind, brain needs to align. Consciousness doesn't, because it's, it's already done in a brilliant way, in a perfect way, in a totally resonant, radiant, and synchronistic way. Consciousness will never, uh, never own anything, never manipulate anything, ever. You. You won't. Uh, there's this very old thing that, um, uh, that has you efforting into your life, has you pushing that macchio uphill more and more. You don't need to. You really don't. You don't need to. You don't have to discover anything that's hidden in there, because actually there's nothing in there other than consciousness, love, if you, if you would. I don't like the word love, because I know too many of you were told that you were loved and then <laughs> suffered for it. Yeah. <laughs> so awareness, consciousness. So, so henceforth, 
it, it is not all within. Henceforth, if you, if you would like to experience it, there's nothing within, other than the purity of the I Am. That I Am aligns everything in a beautiful, perfect way. You've gotten so away from that, so out of touch with it, so trying to control everything about life, that the I Am and its beauty, uh, well, it's still there, it's still resonant, still nothing, uh, is, is letting the game go on, letting you go on, so compassionate, saying, play the game if you want. And it's up to you, Larry, and all the rest of you. As soon as you're done with the game, you let it go. It feels like you're going you're gonna to fall into that, uh, that active volcano and be burned in the flames of hell or whatever. But as soon as you let go, suddenly, suddenly it all comes together. Not, not from here, but from here. Suddenly you realize, I am that I am. I don't need to have it all in here. I don't need to uh, have uh, secrets and mystics and all the rest of that. It's so simple. It's so simple. It's so uncomplex. It is so with such a brilliant design from source, from you. You don't have to work at anything anymore, really. I don't want you to. I, I hope hopefully you don't want to, unless unless you like that game. Start feeling yourself. Start, uh, start knowing yourself as consciousness and only consciousness. Not even as all these past lives and all these things you've done and uh, anything else. It's the de-identification. We talked about over and over, letting go of the act. Now start knowing yourself, being yourself as pure consciousness. It's not all within. There's nothing within, and doesn't have to be. That's the beauty. It doesn't have to be. I, I know some of you will debate over this uh, and waste a lot of energy. It's about experiencing it. So as we kick off Keyhawk for the supporters, for the 99, this is, is indeed the kickoff. It's not within. There's nothing within, except the I Am. That I Am, if you can trust that in yourself, brings in all the appropriate energies without effort, aligns them in the most brilliant way that doesn't cause you any suffering, doesn't cause you to pay for your sins, doesn't cause you to have to play games and manipulation and energy. It just is. It just, it just is. It's a, it's such a grand way to live. Very few have done that while in human form. Very few. Many have tried. Many have not gotten there yet. Very few have ever accomplished that. There have been what you would call collective beings, uh, brilliant masters, but they were a collective energy of groups of people that have come here and done, done amazing things. But true soul beings like you, very few. 
Why is that? Why is that? I, I've wondered that so often. With the billions of people on this planet uh, and billions of other entities in, in other realms, why is it that so few have done that? Why is it? Linda. We don't trust ourselves. That's a good one. You don't trust yourself. I'll take it one step further. Yes. Would you mind? Ah, yes. You're going to get an award, and you haven't even finished the answer. I believe we have a collective consciousness. Yes, yes. Uh, that's uh, two for the lady. And it's very hard to disassociate from each other. Is it? And why? Belief system, or yeah, um, aqua chords, uh, um, emotion for each other. And uh, we'll do this with a microphone, so, uh, yes. Uh, Caldera didn't bring money today, so. Oh. <laughs> it has to do. Yeah. Yes. It has to do with uh, angelic families angelic and our connectivities. Families. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, so you combine these together. Why are there so few that have really gotten to that point of pure consciousness? Because. You came here uh, as a representative uh, of your angelic families, and you still have that attribute, as, you know, that, that responsibility as a large part of you. You are connected into mass consciousness of the planet because you love the planet, so naturally you would be very connected to mass consciousness. Uh, Tobias started prying you out of mass consciousness, or uh, prodding you out of it several years ago, but it's, it's addictive, it's sticky, it's hard to get out of. It's, mass consciousness is not something you can either, uh, that you can do just a little bit of or get a little bit away from. It's kind of an all or nothing, and it's difficult to make that kind of split. And then on top of that, it is, um, there are those who would uh, they profess uh, the, the grand oneness. They talk about, you are all one. Do you really want to wait for the last one to pass through that? Uh, no, no. And if for a very good reason. They need you. They need to see your light. They need to see the walking conscious master on earth. Otherwise, they're not going to come through. Uh, otherwise, they're, they're going to stay back there. And that big oneness, that big Borg, is, is just going to stay stuck in its big drifting square in the ethers. So, <laughs> so no, no, it, it, but it's very difficult to let go of the oneness, of the spiritual family, of the, of the order, of, of the commitment. That's why there have been so few. That's why so many have turned back when they're, what you would say metaphorically, within sight of the ascension, of the understanding, the knowing of the I Am, they, they turn around. I bring all of this up today, everything that I've been speaking about, all of it, and this, because, because dear Shambra, let's do one of these again. A little stickier this time, isn't it? Whew, yeah. Because that's kind of where you're at. Done all of this. That, that big evolution, and part of you 
is not really sure if you're ready. Part of you is not sure if you're even ready to get out of that, because that's eventually you're not on that spiral anymore. Spiral, you realize, is an illusion. So you're saying, but what if, what if, what if? What happens to my children? What happens to my friends? What happens to my aspects? What happens to the planet Earth? What happens to the dolphins? What happens to the whales? <sighs> I got one laugh. You get, you get an award for that, yes. I have to do laugh awards. That's where you're at. That's why we're talking like this, and that's really what's been happening today. The mind is trying to fill in. Right now, mind is trying to fill in what ifs. What if you suddenly had the grand realization in this moment? It all came together. Suddenly, you were a true master, and these energies just came flowing in, instantly aligned without efforting. Suddenly, you're going to be very different than everybody else. A lot of people won't like you. Look what happened to Jesus. <laughs> oh, now you laugh. You laugh. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's, uh, again, a great starting point for Kihak. So I am done with the lecturing. We're done with the spiraling. We're going to invite Guidance Energy through Kathleen to come on up, if you would. A uh, big round of applause. Good. And now let's do a round of applause for Kathleen. Yes. <laughs> would you prefer this? No, I'm That's fine. fine. Okay. Thank you very much. So, we're going to take a deep breath and let's all spiral together. Time for questions and answers. And uh, by the way, I have to say I'm I'm very impressed with Chambra questions lately. Lately, uh, it's gotten much better. And really trying to get to a core understanding rather than just frivolous um, lifestyle questions. Uh, uh, we've only had one grandmother question recently. And um, I won't go there on that one, but your grandmother is dead, if you have to ask. Did you realize she's just she's on the other side. She's having an experience. She's gonna be back. So take a deep breath, everyone. Time for questions and answers. And uh, this is where lovely Linda is going to take the microphone to the audience. You'll ask a question, and if you would please stand up and ask that question in your big spirit voice. It can be any question that you want. And Guidance Energy and I will go back and forth, doing our very best to confuse you even more. So with that, Linda, first question. Hello. I'm Hello. so excited to ask this question. I've been, Good. It's, it's just like brimming. Yes. Um, I have had several incidents that are fleeting where I just know things that I don't usually know. Yes. Um, for instance, my boyfriend works on his motorcycles, and I've never really understood the engines and right. how they work. But the other day, I just knew, and it was so simple to me, how it worked, yes. how this two-stroke engine worked, yes. why he needed to put the oil in the gas, everything. Yes. And then it went away. But it's happened with other things, too. I want to play in that. Yes. How can I play in that? Yes. Good, good, good question. And uh, it's also an indication of what's happening with all of you. Uh, suddenly you don't need to read a book. Uh, suddenly 
you're not using your old brain. What's happening is this divine intelligence. Everyone, we're going to interrupt you here. <laughs> because the body we're using is already in trance and had a panic attack and didn't know what to do in that moment. So we sent her away to the side here. In all due respect, we would like to answer the question. And where is uh, Kathleen? The body we use here is, has agreed in what we call, for lack of better words, covenant. Mm -hmm. And the covenant exists in a way that uh, allowed many types of human experiences that we prefer to say have been in the negative polarity, rewire the body, we prefer to say calibrate the body, in such a way that it allows for this kind of transference of what we call presence energy. We call ourselves guidance energy only because we were asked to give a name, so why not? Yes? Sounds Absolutely. like a good one, doesn't it? Would energy you, that guides, would yes? Would Kathleen like to come in a little bit closer? The body we use in this way maintains a level of consciousness, maintains a level of understanding. However, many of the things that are uh, engaged here lie somewhat beyond the frontiers of consciousness that the body itself is acclimated to, as many of you here, to answer the question. What is happening is that your body, dear one, is calibrating to a frequency to engage information beyond the frontiers of the mind. We call it the liberation of consciousness, where your consciousness is liberated to experience what it needs to experience since the mind will not judge what it knew before. Is this understood? Yeah. And in this case, the body we use, and she doesn't like that term either, engages us in a dialogue. So we dialogue, and many times it asks us questions and we don't answer, and she has a bit of a hissy fit, yeah? However, uh, the body we are using has incarnated, for lack of a better word, again, to experience this kind of uh, process, and has willingly agreed to it. And in guidance, um, I, I know, as Adamus, I know that, uh, I know uh, you, or the group of you, and I cannot put my finger on it. Uh, you have a different um, resonance right now, but uh, I know we've, I know we and your group have worked together yes, before. Yes, of course, because you know we've been known as other names as well. But mm. we like this guidance energy. It's mm. energy which is really what is going to be moving into the understanding. And why not guidance? Yes. Why very not? good. Uh, and and guidance, besides, uh, at least we're not saying angels. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you were listening. And uh, of course, it, when we say alien, the body we're using has another bit of a panic attack, so we don't use that. So we're free to use the word alien, and we're delighted. Yes. And guidance, um, I, I, do, I do have to ask, with all due respect to my messenger, uh, I, I, I love the, the voice, uh, and his is just regular. So uh, what, what's behind the voice? The calibration, you have all understood that harmonics uh, shifts uh, physical reality. For example, this wonderful glass of yours, dear one, if we could bring in a toad or pitch, we'd shatter it in a nanosecond, yes? And so it is the ability of what we call spirit, or in this case, energy or uh, consciousness, for lack of better words, uh, as you know, dear one, to affect physical reality, yes? Good.
much like a tone or a pulse, frequency would shift the nature of reality, would shift the physical manifestation of, for example, a glass. Yes? So we choose a certain calibration in order to engage a service, if you will, to the human exploration here, which is connected to all of you gathered and uh, in service to this calibration we speak of. Yes, dear one? Good. Let's take a deep breath and do a spiral here. <laughs> ah, Wonderful. they're spiraling, aren't they? Yes, they, yes, they are. So let's go to the next question and uh, uh, guidance you take this one first, if you would. We intend to, dear one. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that. <laughs> My question, speaking of aliens, is um, you share about the intruders, interrupters. Yes. And over the years, we've heard about the Pleiades or Pleiadians, Pleiadians yeah. and others who have sent information various ways, which seems compassionate, loving. And my question is, are these interrupters strictly every alien you speak of, quote, with that terminology, alien Pleiadians, are they interrupters? Or what am I to realize from this new information. Yes, yes uh, the interrupters, good choice of words in that one, yes? We call them the free will meddlers. <laughs> the ones that meddle in free will. And what we offer as guidance energy is that a free will is one of the greatest gifts of divinity. The ability to understand as uh, the entities call the I am. And so we call them the free will networks, which means that uh, if, for example, the body we're using, are we meddling with her free will? Well, we better not. It's a covenant. It's an agreement. Understood? Yeah? You speak of the beings from the star system. We can only speak of those beings connected to uh, the human beings that populated the planet uh, in the earlier days of modern world. Uh, that were closer to nature in their understanding of deification and ritual and ceremony. There are many names for them. Uh, we don't like any of those names, so we won't call them, but they are those that are known to be perhaps native to the lands in which they were living when it was not quite the modern conveniences of things you have now. Yes? And in their understanding of such things, there was levels of service uh, from entities and beings and an understanding of consciousness in that way. And so these things were engaged then, are still engaged now, and may be engaged in the future. Does this answer your question, dear one? Not really. Your heart... <laughs> your heart jumped a few paces on that, didn't it? You were wondering what you asked in the first place, weren't you? I think I'm clear on that because... Um, I I think it's probably hard for I think it's probably hard for folks and I used to delve into this about 25 years ago with people that were physicists and doctors people from all over the world that were very bright would share information and these names were put upon these aliens and some were 
reptilian and zetas and bad guys. And some were Pleiadians, play at ease. And they understood because they were compassionate and loving. So my question was simply, are they all without heart, those that I have listed? Dear one, we, you, we spoke here of your heart jumping a beat when we answered the question. Do you agree to that, yes or no? My heart, if my heart jumped a beat, it's because it is jumping a beat because I'm asking this question. Absolutely. But I, okay. And so therefore, if the heart is engaged, then there's an understanding that certain levels of the beings you spoke of, the heart is connecting in a compassion sense to it. Okay. Yes? If we okay. say, dear ones, all answers lie within, but it might take a really long time to pull them out, wouldn't it? So we say on to you, dear one, if you ask of something that is perhaps disembodied or alien, oh, we like to use that word now, there, and your heart aligns, for lack of a better word, with the energy in a compassionate way, then therefore is that not your own guidance, yes or no? If I, if I feel um, compassionate energy, for example, we had a channel several years ago when Tobias returned, who channeled, I've talked with a lot of Chambra who said they felt beautiful energy from Wendy sharing the Pleiadian energies. They felt love, uh, uh, misuse of that word perhaps, but they felt the warmth and compassion and compassion vibration yes. perhaps. And so therefore, as you feel that, and your free will is already aligned with a benevolent, loving energy, and therefore your heart feels that connection, then you, dear one, know and are empowered within to know what is best. Agreed? Agreed. And so answer the question, dear one. Do these beings you mentioned have compassion, yes or no? Answer quickly. Oh my God, the pressure. Um, I, 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 have felt, I have felt beautiful energy from some of the channels, from some of these entities. Humanity doesn't always get to experience beautiful energy, so we say on to you, dear ones, if you have moments where you experience it, allow it. And don't let the mind get confused as to what it is. And we turn it over to you, dear okay. one. Indeed. <laughs> Sleeping. So, um, it is more about uh, why do humans uh, give away their power? Uh, there are beings in these other realms who have learned a lot, uh, perhaps maybe not as much as the humans, but there's still such a, such a desire to quickly, quickly turn it over to anybody who says they're from some other realm, to anybody uh, who says they're, they're not in physical body. Uh, when somebody dies, it doesn't suddenly make them great or all-knowing or all-seeing. So there are, there are some beings who have tremendous compassion, but uh, I put it, back, uh, put it back and say, would you go to a doctor for something that's really causing you um, great concern with your physical body, a doctor 
who's never gone to medical school? Probably not. Uh, would you get your advice from somebody who's never been on this planet, who's never walked in human shoes, who's never gone by way of Earth? Uh, I, I think not. I think not. My question was not relative, and never yeah. did I feel when I've heard this information given through one of these groups we've yes. had that I needed to turn over no. any aspect of me to their information. Yes, and we certainly weren't going to let you by turning the tables and making you answer the question. Yes? <coughs> Fine, and thank you. Here, <laughs> thank you. And, and uh, to, to follow up on that, uh, it's, there, there are an information exchange with some of the beings from other realms can be very healthy. But when humans, not you, but when humans suddenly uh, put some, some of these beings at, uh, on some grand uh, platform, uh, put them up on a pedestal, that's when we have to say, no, remember, you, the human beings, are, are, are grand in yourself. Now, next step, how do we start communicating with the other realms? And uh, not from the standpoint of uh, learning how to run your little life down here on Earth, not from the ones who are telling you how shabby it is down here, not at all, but now from a place of uh, true consciousness connecting out. Because there, there are things that can be learned from these other realms. Thank you. Next question. Oh, I hate to say this, but I've had an experience that I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> ah, great. Thank you for your honesty. So, um, I guess for the last eight months, you know, I've been in, involved with, uh, in a relationship that has left me uh, depressed and really angry yes. lots of times. And, you know, I've been thinking I should leave, but when I leave, I find I'm just as depressed and I end up going back. So, on Thursday, you know, I had a big hysterical fit, packed my bags and drove here. So mm -hmm. that's why I'm here, yeah. with my bags packed. Um, but as soon as my bags packed, I'm here, I'm thinking I'm going back. So, you know, you were saying about just enjoying the experience, which I haven't enjoyed most of it, and, you know, what is it that I would like to do that I'll enjoy? <laughs> and I've never felt as needy as I have in all my life, that, you know, that I've been trying to fill a cup. And all the things I've hated before, I find I'm doing now. So what is actually happening? I am so angry at such a, at, you know, it takes I so little. We'll take this one if you'd like. Oh, I do. Yes. I do. <laughs> we felt that one. Because uh, we love to talk about joy. And not just enjoy experience, but joy in experience. Yes. Empowering joy in the experience. Well, how do you do that when it's a bit of a mess? But you're feeling it. We say, and these things we say, dear ones, we say them only because the language is, as uh, Adamus over here uh, will concur, is a bit challenging. And, uh, you know, guidance energy, we say one thing, and many of you who know us uh, understand we throw it out the window the next day. But the words we use here are meant in service uh, to uh, heal you, dear one, for there is a bit of healing required, and again, that word is overused, and we do not mean it in the same way as it has been used before. What we mean by it is balance. And if you have been suffering, which we know you have, the counter energy to that would be a whole lot of joy 
and bringing in, therefore, the balance. Back to our, a bit of a thing of power, polarity. We use a battery as an example, dear one. So if you're the battery, and you have a minus on one end, and that minus is up right now because you've been experiencing something that is different than what you were experiencing before and causing a, a bit of a struggle. And you were to turn that battery over with the plus side up, and the plus would be the positive polarity of the experience. We are not saying find the good in it, because as you will attest, there really is no good in it. <laughs> so we say simple metaphysics. Just turn the battery up. Allow yourself to have joy in the moment right now, for you are having joy in this group in the moment. Breathe, dear one, breathe. Resist the need to struggle. And we say, uh, we like this effort, dear one, this releasing of effort, effortlessness. She did it. Good job. Take another deep breath. And if you get tired of being joy and you don't feel it when you leave the room, then you can let that battery go the minus side up because human beings love to do that. Yes? <laughs> but it is within your power to turn it right side up and engage a level of joy to balance. Are you healed? Probably not. But it's a good way to engage the balance as something that is what you heretofore prior knew as healing. Agreed, dear one. Take a deep breath. And also consider when you started the relationship, the, the, your desires, uh, your needs at that time, uh, why it began in the first place. So here you are now in, in your evolution. Your needs are no longer the same, but part of you is still worried that maybe they are. Maybe the things that you um, were realizing in the early days of the relationship, uh, you don't need. So, that being said, you could walk out of here as a more evolved or expanded being, go back to the relationship without the same needs or desires, and still carry on the relationship uh, in a very new way. Well said, dear one. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Time for about three more. Um, I've gone through a lot of experience the last seven days, and at the end of that seven days, it seems like my physical body loses all energy. Yes. And it seems like what you talked about just now with an empty glass, that's how it feels. It feels like my body has no energy at all. And I want to know why I'm still allowing this pattern, why I can't seem to rebalance my body. Mm. Uh, we'll let you go first on uh, that one. Go ahead. Indeed, uh, when you've gone through emotional uh, crisis, uh, and emotional uh, processes, uh, it is very, very energy-consuming. Uh, and I use this as, a, as an opportunity to say, as I'm looking forward to all of you going beyond emotional. It doesn't mean being heartless or without love or depth. But again, emotions are created by the mind, not by the soul, not by the heart. As you start to realize that you realize emotions were really very, very false and very artificial and extremely energy-consuming. So the emotions that you've gone through are taking their toll on your body. But at the, in, in a way that can benefit you right now, because it's exhausting you, it's depleting you, it's putting you um, right at the line, and the line being stay or leave, 
And at that line sometimes, with that intense uh, pressure, uh, that big decision, uh, then you finally, finally get out of the mind. And even when, when we talk and when you come to the shouts, you still analyze. You, there's something you are, you are still resisting experience, uh, real experience. I mean, real experience. Um, perhaps out of fear, perhaps because you're not sure if you can handle what comes in, but now you're depleted. And that's probably a good thing because then you have to get out of your mind. The mind consumes a tremendous amount of energy as well, the mind emotion uh, portion of you. And when you are exhausted and depleted, they tend to shut down, they tend to close down. That's a beautiful time for your I am to become present and for you to know that I am and for it to do beautiful things like giving you the, uh, the, the Zen and the art of motorcycle understanding uh, without having to read a book, without having to do anything. It is just there. You just suddenly understand. And all these things you've been trying to figure out, you just suddenly understand. The, the trees, the, 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 the way a car works or a motorcycle or your biology, suddenly you just know it and you go, well, damn, I've always known it, what was blocking it. That's, that's, that's living. That's where, that's where living in the light. That's where we're going. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. GE, it's yours. Oh, yes. We call emotions pesky. The pesky, pesky yes. emotions, yes. Uh, and we say, don't, the mind has many better things to do than process emotion. The soul, which we call the animating life force from source, if the mind begins to understand, perhaps if it can, by liberating its consciousness, by pushing the frontiers, it can understand the calibration of the state you're in and determine it as something different than perhaps what you're associating with the state right now, dear one. Yes? Get rid of the pesky emotions, dear ones. Yes, we know. Easier said than done. Yes. <laughs> but you can always stop, take a deep breath, let yourself spiral a little bit here. Uh, and, and indeed, as uh, Guyton said, the, this whole issue of trying to put meaning or understanding is just going to exhaust you even more. Thank you. Thank you. Stop, Mary. Stop trying so hard, really, on, on everything. Next. Will there be an international federation formed for and by the people over the next few years to replace the current governments run by the elite of the world? Well, if that's not a question from the mind, yes! <laughs> Get rid of the pesky emotions and look what comes out! Please answer the question. Would you like to take it? it? We say out to you, dear ones, that these things you speak of, uh, the uh, progression of things connected to what we call uh, now, uh, just for explanation purposes, but changes in the earth, uh, changes in the understanding of physics, changes in the understanding of science. And as humanity begins to liberate itself into consciousness and expand the frontiers of the mind and be able to engage wisdom beyond that which it thought prior it could, 
It will begin in its natural tendency to perhaps organize, because that's what the mind likes to do. But we say unto you, dear ones, the focus for these things is the shift in the earth, in the cosmos. And as the earth shifts its place, nature itself shifts with it. And as nature shifts, dear ones, humanity shifts. And as it shifts, and it, as uh, those of us here in service, assist in liberating consciousness. Perhaps the words you use in that question, dear one, will be different in the future than the words you use now when you ask it. Do you understand? Yes. And uh, David, um, in, in answer to your question, uh, I, I have been involved in uh, international federations uh, in the past that were trying to uh, bring balance to uh, to great imbalances caused by uh, wealthy individual wealthy groups. I realized something very important. It was the constituents that were allowing it to continue for some reason. They were letting it. If there's uh, if there's a dictator in a country, it's because the consciousness of the people are calling for a dictator. I don't see at this point. No, I do not see. Strongly do not see that there is going to be some international federation for a wide variety of reasons, different agendas, different uh, cultural lifestyles and, and things. And actually, I would say that the difference now versus uh, 300 years ago is that there, individuals, for the most part, could not hold the amount of energy uh, and uh, be in their consciousness. So they had to band together to bring about change. Now is different. It, the true change occurs in the individual. And without even having to know it or to think about it, they are connecting with beings of like consciousness. That changes the world. It's, a, it's not the let's all gather together and be in oneness and sing kumbaya, and that doesn't work. The United Nations are very energy inefficient and very corrupt <laughs> as well. Uh, but but in an individual, you, and you, and you, and all of you, working on your own, on, on yourself, letting go of processing and understanding that you are sovereign beings, that makes the difference. I see at, uh, in, the, in an energy way, uh, as humans light up, your light, my dear, it is radiant and sovereign unto itself. You're not dependent on anybody else's, but I see the arc of your radiance come over here to the arc of her radiance. And you're not dependent on each other. You're not, uh, you're not demanding on each other. It's a natural occurrence. It doesn't bridge you into oneness. It bridges you into a, a kind of a a sovereign or independent resonance that literally is changing the world right now. So, one person at a time. So, thank you. We can't make the body clap, but we would if we could, dear one. <laughs> I mean, for the experience, actually. I actually don't have. I actually don't have a lot of questions, because before the question comes, I already know a lot of stuff. Good. But part of me still wants to ask, even though there is no question, what the heck is this? 
the, the, this feeling that I still want to ask something, but right. there's nothing to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here asking this. Would you like this one? The mind has finally quieted, dear one. It is a strange state, is it not? <laughs> we say when the intuition is activated and you are able to retrieve that which is in your power to retrieve, and the mind receives the emanations and pulses from this wisdom, you are then engaged in what we call balance. It feels good, doesn't it? Yes. Then enjoy it, dear one. Let that joy flow a little bit. Good. Thank you. And you said it all. Next and final question. My question is about inspiration. Yes. What is inspiration? Ah, good. Oh dear, well we have to say the I am, yes? <laughs> For the human experience of the I am and the expression of consciousness as you create consciousness. Yes? Inspiration is not an action. It is not a thought. It is a pulse and a frequency connected to Conscious. And as you express it, as these wonderful words we like now, the I am, all guidance energy is going to just walk around saying, I am, I am now. Yes? That's my line. Yes, dear one. But we're not walking yet. The, uh, the expression, therefore, creatively in consciousness as the I am. Speak up, dear one. You have much to offer on this. Indeed. Inspiration is when the consciousness, the purity, is no longer restricted or held back. It's when you can be in physical form and allow your radiance to come out uninhibited, uh, without uh, suppression. And what happens, literally, in this spiral is the, the consciousness so in love with the experience, so in love with uh, the ability to, to be in this form, uh, it just blossoms. That, that's inspiration. Inspiration, defined from more of a physics standpoint, is when there is so much excitement in your soul, in, in your beingness, that uh, it, 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 it opens, it expands, it, it blossoms, uh, therefore pulling in a, a, a different kind of light than even the light we were referring to earlier today, rather than just ordinary light. We'll go into all this later. But now it's a different, even a different uh, ray of light. And it's uh, this, um, it, sets, it sets everything uh, on fire in a beautiful way. It's the soul falling more deeply in love with itself, wanting to express even more. And with that, dear Shambra, what a day it's been! And, and to Guidance Energy, and, and to Kathleen, I know you're out there. Uh, thank you so much for being with us. It is an honor and a privilege, and it is with great blessing that all here engage each other and that which is within. 
be in peace, dear ones. And Indeed. Be blessed. And with that, don't stress. Remember, all is well in all of creation. And with that, I bid you farewell. So I invite you, let's close this session with some conscious breathing. Just breathe deep. Just allow all the energies that were here, what you could feel, to be with you. To breathe in the joy of this moment. Breathe deeply. Feeling you. Feeling the beauty of this day both within and out. Breathe deeply. Consciously breathing every moment, every now moment. Breathe and receive. Breathe and allow. Breathe and celebrate all that you are. Trusting you every day, celebrating all that you are. Thank you. Big thanks to Jeffrey Hoppe for channeling Adama Sangerman, to Kathleen for the guidance energy. Thank you. And thank you to the staff for making this possible and wonderful, and all of you listening and attending in this moment and those who will download it later. Thank you so much for being here. We'll be back again the first Saturday of July and hope that you will join us then. Uh, extra big thanks also to Joe Rombolo. Glad that you could be here with us today. So thank you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful journey. Thanks again. Thank